Hey, this is Nia Strauss, and you are watching CMS TV. dysfunctional release that is docking with too high to fly and just before that we heard upon your lips of a shh a bonus track hey you can't play those from erase the slate commemorating yeah. uh mr don Dawkins' birthday on on uh thursday what is he 40 yeah he's 40 <laughs> uh that also goes out by request to uh shelly rocks in the chat room mm-hmm and before that, uh, we heard from Matt Barth, who wanted to hear Badlands, The Streets Cry Freedom. Like that. And the uh, Mississippi truck driver who wanted to hear Jackal with Push Comes to Shove. All right. So, well, happy, cool. so happy birthday to my, my good friend, Don Dawkins. Who That's right. Unfortunately, or fortunately, or celebrated a milestone, 70 years old. Big seven O, wow. Seven O. Hmm. Yeah. And those of you in the chat room saying we took too long, fuck off. You know, I wrote a novel and raised two kids, still not back on. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I eat two food kits while waiting for the CMS to come back on. What is a what is a food kit? Isn't that a Patriot supply? I, I, is that what food it is? kit? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Because it played it probably it probably played the commercial for my Patriot Supply in the middle there. Okay. <laughs> so, whatever. Fuck off. I'll I'll take the hit. I I'm the reason that it took a long time. I was having techie problems, getting the fucking show processed. For those of you that pay attention to the show during the week, I got to do the processing here, or else it'll take me all goddamn day tomorrow to do it, and yeah. all night. I'm I'm gonna be up tonight until. 10, 11 o'clock in the morning as it is getting the fucking thing processed anyway. So yeah, when we do, when we move to the whole video format, uh, it takes Chris a, a long time to get the video mm. baked as it were. Yeah. And, and then I got to put it on 15 different platforms to combat these cocksuckers at YouTube. Oh, by the way, where, where can you hear the show? Where can I see this now that YouTube is? <laughs> well, Sal, let me tell you. <laughs> How do I tune in? Yeah, um, well, you tune how, in how do, how everywhere else. Get, how do I get the show? I mean, it's not on YouTube anymore. I, how do I get it? Well, it's funny you should ask me that, Neely, because I took the time this week, once we did get banned from Stupid Tube, to um, actually put on, if you go to theclassicmetalshow.com, I put all the live links right there. Wait so it is not hard to find. Well, wait a minute. I went to YouTube and it's not there. I mean, how how do I see it now? I mean, yeah. if it's not on YouTube, I guess you can't see it. What's the name of the show? The Classic <laughs> yeah. Metal Show, right? Well, where, where do I see that? Uh, theclassicmetalshow.com. I mean, I, mean uh, I have to look up a link. I can't click. Yes, you do. You mean, I, I had it bookmarked on my YouTube app. Couldn't give a fuck what you had. I mean, if it's not there, I guess I can't watch it now. Guess not. There it is, right there in the fucking middle. All the buttons. However you want to watch, it's there to watch it. 
Well, when we're live, it's on any one of those links. Oh, wait a minute. I, I have to go to the website so I can click on those links. Yeah. Tough shit. <laughs> you, you made me have to do so much work. Hmm. I hate to have to do so much work. No, it sucks to be you. <laughs> and to answer Colin's question, I answered this at the beginning of the show, but I will answer it again. Uh, I just joined. Are we still going to do live on YouTube so we can interact? We're going to do that until the day they that tell us we can't. Yeah. Well, no, until shortly when StreamYard allows me to put up the, the comments like this from Rumble, which I'm told is coming. And the second that it's up there, it will be YouTube is gone. Or until YouTube unplugs us. <laughs> yeah. Or until YouTube unplugs us, whichever comes first. <laughs> and it'll probably be that. You're probably right on that. It'll probably be that. Right. But whatever, I'm not a. Let's just put it this way, people. YouTube does not like free speech. No, not like they do not like original thought. They don't like comments that don't go with the narrative, and they will not. They will knock you down if you don't comply. And they definitely don't like the kind of shit that we do, where we don't suck ass, where we will not kiss ass to anybody. So, fuck them. We'll, we'll keep it there for now until they kill it. But once they kill it, we don't care. It goes away. Yeah. And you're talking to a guy who actually lived through a mob sit down. That's right. <laughs> I lived through a mob sit down and got killed by YouTube. <laughs> so right. All well, right. Apparently YouTube is not a friend of ours. <laughs> no, they're not a friend of mine or a friend of ours. We're going to have to send somebody over there to speak to that guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make them an offer they can't refuse. Hey, you need to get over there and talk to that guy. Yeah. Go go have a sit down with that yeah. guy. I go over there and talk to that guy. Yeah. Let's send Vinny the Chin over there to talk to, <laughs> to talk to the YouTube guy. Right. Yui the Tube. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What do you have for us? Okay. I, we've talked about this subject more and more, that being AI. Music is done. Yeah, I'm just going to tell you that it's over. It, it's over, Johnny. It's over. And I'm going to bring you the most definitive proof yet that it is 100% over. And quite honestly, musicians are, are no longer even needed. Nope. They're just not needed. I mean, they've, it's been, our, AI is... In, in all reality, mm-hmm. and as advanced as, as it is currently, mm-hmm. it's really in its infancy. Oh, yeah. What what it's going to do even a year from now is going to make what's going on today look like look like uh, GeoCities. Yeah. If you're in a business, and believe me, it scares the shit out of me, but if you're in a business that does not require swinging a hammer, you are in trouble. Honestly. If you are in a business that does not have a physical requirement to it, you are in trouble because all of the tech jobs, all of the electronic jobs, all of the writing jobs, all of the social media jobs, and quite honestly, all of the DoorDash jobs are five-year plan to be done. They just are. And I think you're giving it way too long. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be five years. It may not be. I'm just saying. I'm thinking thinking 24 to 36 months. Could be. I mean, look how rapidly, and and I'm going to 
look how rapidly just in the last, just since the pandemic, things have changed. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. When did the pandemic hit? Uh, in 2020? March of 20? Right? Yeah. So it hit, we got locked down in March of 2020. Mm-hmm. Three years. Yeah. Look, look what's happened in three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I, I watched this, I watched this documentary last week on AI and there's already, this is the part that scared the shit out of me. I mean, I, I, as you can imagine doing what I do, I'm very aware of what AI is doing because it's scaring the shit out of me as far as making money. Well, before you, before you get there, Mm -hmm. I I mentioned earlier in the show that, uh, young, young, uh, Michael. Yeah. CMS Mikey. Mm -hmm. Uh, we went to lunch together Mm -hmm. and he was showing me, you know, I know that you showed this to me and he shows this to me and so on and so forth that, that, uh, what is that? What is that app thing? That, uh, chat.openai. AI. That's it. Mm-hmm. So he sent me the link to that, and he just pulled it up on his phone, and we were just sitting there at the table, at, yeah. the, at the lunch table, mm-hmm. and just typing in just real quick questions into this thing. Right. This thing typed out like six paragraphs on different things that we said. Mm-hmm. And I would say that probably 70 to 80% of it was accurate. Oh, yeah. And I was, and he was explaining, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not technologically illiterate. You know, I, I, I'm pretty up on most of this. I'm not an expert, no way, shape or form, Mm -hmm. But, but I get the concept. Sure. But, but Mikey being a young man and who explores this kind of thing and you who is in the business, you guys understand this way more than I do. But regardless of that, he was explaining to me where all this information is called from. Yeah. That it searches the internet like instantaneously. Yeah. Super fast. It searches all the nooks and crannies of the internet and drags up every little bit and piece and everything. See what what I did. What we were doing at the lunch table mm-hmm. is, we asked, "Who is Chris Aiken and what what has he done?" Yeah, and it pulled up all your information. I'm sure is out there on the web about you being a radio show host, about you being an author, about you, you know, doing various things. Blah yeah. blah 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 blah. Then we asked about me and being I, I'm not on social media yeah, and being that I don't post out there and being that I am not a person who interacts on the web. Mm-hmm. It made up a lot of stuff about me. Yeah. And what do they call that when it fills in? It's what's the word? There's a mm. Mikey told me there was a there was a term for it that it was filling in. Yeah, I don't know the term, but for for lack of a better term, it was like mm-hmm. speculation based sure. on based on the information that is available. Yeah. And it just made up a bunch of shit. Oh yeah. On the fly. Of course. Seconds. Yeah, seconds. Seconds. Yeah. And and I said, well, you know, he typed in like who is Wendell Neely from the classic metal show? And it pulled up like Four paragraphs. Oh yeah, of stuff in in seconds, mm-hmm. and it was just like, holy fuck! 
Dude, it, it's... See, we're going to a place I was going to do as a big reveal, but I'll just do it as the reveal now. So every Wednesday yes. for the last month, I have been posting on um, Locals. I've been posting an article on Locals, and I haven't said anything about it. If, if you go back and look through the Locals thing, I haven't said anything about it. I just post an article. Okay. One was about Anthrax was better with John Bush. One was about, um, I don't know. The one that I posted this week was um, celebrating the birthday and remarkable career of Ingve J. Malmsteen. Okay. Now, I'm going to put this on the screen for you to see here in a second. But one thing that if you've really paid attention to the, um, to the um, CMS over the years, and specifically things that I've said, which a lot of people do, they pay way more attention to things that I've said. But you know this. Am I a fan of Ingve J. Malmsteen? No, not at all. Okay. So would you assume that I could write a paragraph or a book on Ingve J. Malmsteen? I don't. I think that you know who he is and you may know some of his releases, but as far as any intricate details, probably not. All right. Not from just off of the top of your head or what you know. Correct. About. Yeah. Certainly, it would take me time to write something. Is that fair? If you were dedicated to really writing something about him, yeah, I think you would have have to do research. Correct. You, you don't know this to be fact or that lore, is correct. Lore or mm -hmm. popular information about Ingve. Right. So. Since I saw it was his birthday, yeah, I logged into OpenAI, and here's exactly what I wrote. I'll even teach you how to work it if you guys want to work it. I wrote, write a blog about the greatness of Ingve J. Malmsteen's career and start it by indicating that it is his birthday. That's all I told it to do. Okay. That's it. Whole command. Okay. Share. There's what it wrote paragraphs worth just a book that's like a research paper you would have yes. done in high school if you're if you're uh you were in um literature mm -hmm. you know one of your english classes or something well you need to write a paper on ingve j Malmstein. yeah and do he you, shit it out in under 20 seconds. Do you, do you have the ability to make that thing work live on the screen? Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. All right. Just, just for example, when I was in ninth grade, mm -hmm. we all had to do a research paper on something that was interesting to us. Okay. And this is no secret. I brought this up on the show numerous times. So back in 1978, no, 79, mm -hmm. 79, I, I believe I was in ninth grade. Yeah. Uh, we all had to do a research paper. You could do, you could do your own research paper. Okay. Anything you wanted. My research paper was on the band Chicago. Okay. And it took me two weeks to do all the research and look in books and magazines and whatever mm -hmm. was available to me on in tangible media. Sure. Which meant I had to go to the library. 
I had to read articles. I had to read books, whatever was available on that band. Mm -hmm. Put in something that would write an article on the band Chicago. All right, let's see. Let's 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 do that. You want it to be a positive or negative or or just factual? No, just a factual. Okay. Write a factual blog about the band Chicago. Include paragraphs paragraphs about each of their studio releases. Okay. Okay. That's enough, right? Yeah, perfect. Bang. Thinking, thinking. Look at that. And off it goes. Look at that. You you couldn't do that. That took me weeks. Yeah. To to do all the research and go through that. And it's writing on every single album. Look at that. And then I could just continue generating. Because we went over our word count, but I probably should have thought this out a little sooner. We went over our word count, but you get the point. But but can you read any of that? I mean, is there anything uh, that bigger at all so we can see what they wrote? Uh, I don't know if I can make it bigger or not, but let's well, see. Well, well, can you read any of that? I can tell you it's what I bigger. Know. No. Can you read any of that? Yeah. So I could tell you what I know and go, yeah. yep, that's right. Yep, that's right. All right, Chicago 5, 1972. Okay. You know that record? I do. Okay, it says, with Chicago 5, the band reached new heights of commercial success. It was the Mahogany album. All right. This album featured the timeless hit Saturday in the Park, Mm -hmm. which captures the vibrant spirit of summer. Chicago's trademark blend of rock and brass flourishes, of rock and black, fuck. Chicago's trademark blend of rock and brass flourishes continued to shine through in songs like Dialogue Part 1 and 2, and All is Well. Chicago 5 solidified the band's popularity and showcased their remarkable songcraft. Oh, look at that. See, I mean, it's it's not real detailed. No. But it's enough to give you a smattering of mm-hmm. what that's all about. But I could tell it to be detailed. Yeah, I'm sure you, but, but my point is, is we waited less than 10 seconds. Right. And it shit out that whole word salad right there. Write a detailed review of Chicago five. No, put, put in, put in, let's go. Yeah, go ahead. Go Chicago five. That's fine. By Chicago. Okay. <laughs> Look at that. Breaking it all down. Yeah, I know. I mean, this is a whole review that you would have run in music's bottom line. Yeah. So there you go. That's probably had, 800. Had you had music's bottom line in 1972 when this album came out, that would, that would have been a CD review right there. Or not. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was 465 words. Look at that. In five seconds. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's... Honestly, we're we're gonna be the we're gonna be the creators of our own doom because this is so fucking easy to use. And you could do anything. I mean you could do I could write um take the information you just wrote and 
write a website with it in HTML code. Boom. Here comes your code. Look at that. It, it formed a whole website. Yeah. Just that fast. How long was that? Three seconds? And, and look at the disclaimer at the bottom. Please note that this is basic HTML. Mm-hmm. So basically you would take the, 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 the basic structure and then you could just like tweak it if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. You could, I mean, I mean, it, it's really, really scary because <laughs> jobs are going away because of this shit. Yeah. So again, if you, you don't know how to twist a wrench or fix a car or build a building mm-hmm. or modify shipping containers or <laughs> yeah, you better have something you better you know, be able to do something that ai can't do mm-hmm. but but you know this this goes back to 19 what 1984 when the terminator the original terminator came out is that right about 84 i think so what was the line in the movie about when um when uh Reese was telling Sarah Connor about the about the war with the machines. He said mm. the grid became smart. Yeah. And they just it just took over. Mm-hmm. You know, they they everything was being run by computers and, and technology and this, that, and the other. And then he goes, but then the one day happened that the grid became smart. Yeah. And that's that's what's and gonna it, happen. And it just started running itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, chef job may or may not be safe. I see. I'm going to argue this point. What about a chef job? Can AI cook? Sure, it could. Why couldn't it? I don't know. Can if, it? If you let's just say it was going to cook a hamburger. If you built a robot with arms, arms well, or but things. It's a, yeah, it's a mechanical. Remember Pee Wee? Did you ever watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure? No. Never saw the movie once? No. No. I just thought he was a fag, so I was just like, no. Okay. Well, if you ever saw the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure, yeah. He had a whole contraption in his house that he just basically pushed the button mm-hmm. and, and it prepared him breakfast. Eggs rolled down a chute. Sure. It, it cracked the egg. It's the, 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 the stove heated up or the, the burners heated up. It started mm-hmm. a frying pan. Yeah. A, a, a mixer started mixing pancake mix. And it just basically created a breakfast. He didn't have to do a goddamn thing except just like start the process. Yeah. And that's a, and that's what AI will do eventually. Eventually. I mean, McDonald's has, has eliminated everything, but the cooks really the cooks and the dummy at the drive through window. You know, they, but they've they've gotten rid of the the countertop people. You order everything with kiosks now, and yeah, well, just like sheets. Yeah, same thing. It's all it's all kiosks and yeah, stuff. But it's was, it's only a matter of time before they before they eliminate the cooks and stuff, and and put in robots that can do it. Yeah, when I was in uh, Ohio last week, because we don't have sheets over here. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to Ohio, just because I like the experience and because I enjoy it, I. Sure. Stop I stopped at the Sheets over on Steele's Corners Road mm-hmm. and ordered a Schmegel. Yeah. Before I hit the road to come back home. Okay. 
but I went to the little kiosk and I went, I want a bagel, I want fried egg, I want ham, I mm-hmm. want this, blah, 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 you know, and I punched it all in and then uh, got my coffee, yeah. went to the register, paid for my register, took my little slip over to the area where they make the food and picked up my schmegel, my, yeah. my bagel sandwich. Yeah. And the, the ironic thing, even with the sheets and stuff, this is how far it's getting now. You don't even have to use the kiosk anymore. Like, if I wanted a Schmegel tomorrow for breakfast, yeah. I could literally go on, on their app right now on my phone right, and order it and tell it to be ready for me, and um, I'll pick it up at 6.30 and pay for it, and literally just drive up to the window and hand it to me. Yeah, so so you can schedule your Schmegel. Yes. <laughs> I mean, dude, it, it's, it's growing so fast that I, I can't imagine that some of these jobs are not... The only thing that's going to save some of these jobs is that people are going to want human touch because some of this stuff does feel very electronic. Well, but that's now that's now, I mean, it's going to, it's going to learn to express feeling. And quite honestly, I've been doing this AI thing for a month on the locals page and not one person has questioned me on it. In fact, we've had quite a few conversations about the articles that I've posted. <laughs> and I like, I didn't write a goddamn word. I didn't write a goddamn word. I just let it let people think I did. Because well, I wanted to see if anybody would call me out on the AI. And no one did. Right. And that's for a month. That's for a solid month. Right. People were just reading them like, oh, yeah, John Bush was better than fucking Joey Belladonna or whatever. You know, I mean, it's it's fast and it's growing faster. And that leads back to where I was going with this. So you know, you know the song um, "Fall Into Pieces" by Velvet Revolver. Yes. All right. Let me play a little of that just for, in case there's anybody that does not know the song "Falling to Pieces" by Velvet Revolver. This is gonna blow your fucking mind. Let's play this. So you know the song, right? I do. All right. So let's kill this one for a minute. So somebody had the idea of, I'd like to hear that song, but with Axl Rose singing the song. All right. So now let me share that screen. So so it had three, three-fifths of the that Guns and Roses, yeah. Current Guns and Roses members. Mm-hmm. Being Matt Sorum, Duff McKagan, of course, Slash. Yeah. Being part of a Velvet Revolver. Mm-hmm. Without Axel. Yeah, but they wanted Axel. All right. So here comes Axel 
Sing and Fall to Pieces by Velvet Revolver through AI. Okay. So check this out. been a long years since you've been down I've been a long ahead of growing old Falling pieces I'm falling Building pieces and I'm still falling Pretty close, right? I would imagine if you weren't aware of it that you would have gone, Oh, that must be a new uh yeah. GNR, that must be a new GNR song. You would not think that it's AI, but it is one hundred percent AI. So so how much longer are musicians gonna be valuable? You know, Anybody who understands the AI process will just go in there and go, I'm just going to create this. Mm-hmm. And it'll probably be passable because people are not as critical or what do you want to call uh, music centric about their artists or their yeah. individual musicians. Mm-hmm. They, they just want to hear what sounds good. Yeah. What about concerts, though? Well, they've already proven that if they put um, holograms out there, the people go watch it. True. They've absolutely proven that if you put a hologram up there and it shows the guy walking around like like Dio or Tupac or whoever, people will watch it. People will pay money to go see it. Now, think of how cool this is going to be in like a couple of... Once they get kind of good at it, when you can put Dave Mustaine back in Metallica and see how all these songs would sound. Or, I don't know, have Elvis singing Volbeat songs or, you know, know, something stupid or crazy. You know, the odd, anything you want to do is going to be at your fingertips. And we've already proven that if you put all the music in our fingertips, we will just take that blindly instead of collecting music. So if they just gave you, if there was some kind of an interface like a soundboard where you said, I want to hear, and this is what's going to happen. I can promise you within five years, you're going to see this on phones. You'll pick a song, say November Rain. And you're going to say, I want to hear November Rain And my singer for November Rain is going to be Udo Dirkschneider. And my guitar player is going to be Dimebag. And my bass player is going to be Lemmy. And my drummer is going to be Vinnie Paul. You're going to be able to go bop, 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 five clicks and spit that song out for $1.29. Yes? 
I would agree. Well, here, here's one. Here's an iconic band that uh, mm -hmm. ended because the lead singer died. Okay. Thin Lizzy. Oh, yeah. You know, somebody will go, well, you know, Black Star Riders kind of rose out of the ashes of Thin Lizzy mm -hmm. per se. Yeah. So let's get Phil Lynott back into the Black Star Riders lineup and let's call it Thin Lizzy. Sure. And let's have him sing all the new Black Star Rider songs. Mm hmm And make it sound like Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Well, th and the way this works, and I'm not an expert on this, so I could be talking out of my ass a little bit, but the way I sort of understand this works, what you, what people will do is they will upload every every bit of sound that they have from like a fill from Thin Lizzy as an example. They'll upload every bit of sound. The computer in a nanosecond can process every last little nook and cranny of Phil's voice, his voice, his inflections, his everything, and store it. And then I could literally upload my stupid Scars song and say, hey, give me my Scars song sung by Phil from Thin Lizzy. And it'll piece together those words in the sound and tone of Phil from Thin Lizzy. Okay. I mean, it's crazy how, and, it, and it's fast. I mean, it's, look, dude, there's people throwing this shit up on YouTube now. What is it going to be like a year from now, even, when it becomes a little easier, when, it, when everybody's playing with it and trying it? Yeah, it, it's, the shit is, is taking over quick. Well, I agree. Well, and, and this leads to yet another story that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you. Where's that other story? I'm going to say out, out front, this is not proven. Not saying it's wrong because the metal den is kind of not always 100%. Well, let's just say they're, they're sketchy. They are a little sketchy. All right. But the metal den is reporting. This goes back to our the Motley Crew thing. Confirmed Scott Stapp to replace Vince Neil, but only in the studio. And I won't read the whole article. People can look it up if they want to. But the gist of this is that they're going to bring Scott Stapp in as a guest vocalist to sing the songs the way they want them sung. Instead of having Vince croak them out. They're going to get them sung the way they want them to sound. And then they're going to use AI to replace Scott Stapp's voice with Vince Neal's voice. So so it's bas basically like a pitch correction. More or less, but it's a real pitch correction to go from one guy's voice to another. That's what they're saying they're going to do. All right. So so they'll basically get a guy who who again, I don't know what Scott Stapp sounds like compared to Vince Neal. Yeah. But he'll sing it pretty close maybe i don't know well all they need is the inflect they don't need it to sound like vince at all yeah that's the missing part they it can sound exactly like scott stapp as long as the inflections the way he sings the words is the way that they want it to be and then they can change the 
the voice yeah, it, to be in uh, those exact inflections of into Vince Neil. They can literally make a Vince Neil robot, for lack of a better term, that will sing those exactly as Scott Stapp did it, only in Vince's actual voice. Right. That's that's where we're getting to. And I can totally see this being true. Well, I'm sure it wouldn't cost a lot of money. No, I mean, how much is Scott Stapp going to charge? Well, regardless of what he charges, the, the program. Yeah, I mean, it's program, programmer. That's all you're paying for. Right. Yeah. But but basically, it's just taking vocals and running it through a sound processor, a digital sound processor. Mm-hmm. Just change the pitch and tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, unlike unlike the way we do it now with auto-tune and pitch correction and all that stuff, that kind of shit always sounds so robotic and awful. Well, well that's because it's primitive. Yeah. <laughs> compared to what we have today yeah this stuff is gonna sound i mean because pro tools has Mm -hmm. been around since the 90s yeah this stuff is gonna replace singers singer can't sing anymore we don't need him we got his catalog of when he could you know i mean it's it's Somebody posted in here. Here it is. Here's the question. Who gets the royalties? That is going to be the question. Specifically performance royalties. If they didn't sing it, do they get performance royalties if it was their likeness used? That's the real question. But that'll get worked out. There'll be there'll be lawsuits and it'll get it'll get figured out. Well, it'll be it'll probably come down to well, who wrote the song? Well, but for the mechanicals, yes, but the performance royalties is where it's going to become a problem. But that may go away. Yeah, they may just say we're not going to pay performance royalties anymore. We just won't use any of your old music. Yeah, because if it's computer generated, that may go away. Mm Mm-hmm. Or or is the performance royalty to the programmer that did the work to make it to make that sound? And just may boil down to just like a one-time fee. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, that, the lawyers will have their say on this. I'm not trying to say it's just going to, boom, be in. I am trying to say, though, that it's going to come in faster than the industry is ready for it. Right. You know, it's going to be just like Napster. It's going to be like, it's going to mow the industry over. And they're going to be like, holy fuck, we got to adjust to this. Because it's already coming in. People are using it. I just played you a fucking song. <laughs> you know, and we played the, uh, did we do the Oasis thing too? We, we did, right? I the think while. Aisis. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went, we did that uh, back a yeah, about month or two ago. Yeah, a couple of months ago. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's coming. And it it's, is. It's coming quick. Very quick and getting better with each day that goes by. Yeah. But like I said, this goes all the way back to 1984 with the Terminator movie. It's just like, then the grid became smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's really gonna, it's gonna, I mean, think, think of the uses that they can do with it. We could literally get new, new Black Sabbath albums without any of the guys. 
We get a new anything, really. New yeah. Beatles music. Did I not see that that um, Paul McCartney is finishing some song that he wrote with John John Lennon with an AI John Lennon? How much is that going to be worth? Where's that at? Let me see. Paul McCartney. A.I. John Lennon. I just saw this. Yeah, here we go. Let's pull this up. Hold on. Present. Uh, share screen. Paul McCartney. There we go. On his track from the Beatles, Paul McCartney announcing the release of a new song sung by none other than John Lennon. Lara is here with the details. Good morning, Lara. This is unbelievable, Michael. Good yeah. morning to you and to you. So, Sir Paul is calling it a final Beatles record and says it combines something old with something very new. John Lennon's voice taken from an old demo tape along with a little help from a new friend, artificial intelligence. <laughs> Beatlemania is back. This time, like we've never seen or heard before. The legendary band set to release new music with the help of artificial intelligence. All of that is kind of scary, but exciting because it's the future. Former Beatle Paul McCartney telling BBC Radio 4 that AI technology has made it possible to create one more Beatles song that will be released later this year. McCartney says that John Lennon's voice was extracted from an old demo in order to finish the song. It was a demo that John had that we worked on and we just finished it up and be released this year. We were able to take John's voice and get it pure through this AI so that then we could mix the record as you would normally do. Right, I'm going to stop. <laughs> this is a fucking guy that's 80 years old and he's using it. Yeah, I know. And and he embraces it. It's He's like, yeah, do it. Yeah, this is the greatest thing. Yeah. You know, I'm a billionaire, but uh, if I could die before I'm two billionaire, you know, a, yeah. a, a multi-billionaire, that would be so great. Yeah. And he's going to make a ton of money off of this thing. You know, that, that Heather Mills, she took like $450 million from me. I need to make that up and then some. Yeah. Hey, do we want to finish this article or just... We get the gist. No, no, I get the gist. Yeah. Just one small thing, and we'll take a break and okay. show. Yeah. So while I was visiting with my dad, and my dad is very, very uh, up and astute on world events and things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And this is something, this is, you know, AI is concerning enough. Sure. But one of the things that concerns me as, you know, as as somebody that, I'm not my dad's age. He's 94. But this whole digital currency with actual physical currency going away. Mm-hmm. I saw that that uh, what is uh, Janet Yellen? She's the head of the uh, Fed, I guess. What's her name? I have no idea. But she's saying, you know, we just got to get used to the fact that our currency is no longer the uh, currency of the world and you know, we have to take a back seat to the Janet Yellen, I think is her last name. Okay. And um, the whole European market is going 
with digital. You oh, know, yeah. Currency is going away. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is once you get into the whole digital realm with the currency, what will happen is what happened with uh, the Canadian truckers a couple of years ago with their uprising. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to shut your bank account off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait fuck that. It's like, wait a minute. I want access to my money. Well, yeah, we're, well, we don't agree with your politics or your mm-hmm. activities or how you believe or whatever. So we're just going to control your currency, your money. Yeah. And we're just going to shut you off. Yeah. And that's that's the direct. I mean, they're they're going to take control of everything, dude. I mean, it's it's really. What was the name of that documentary? Let me see if I can find it real quick. But I was watching this documentary and it was it was like an hour and a half about AI. And it really focused on what China's doing right now. Right. And China basically they're they're doing all the stuff that's absolutely scary the the social score you know the social credit scoring and uh, yeah yeah if you don't if you don't uh comply with this that and the other and you fall down to social credit score yeah uh you're a non you know you're a non citizen yeah well it and it, dude it was so bad that they showed a guy on the on this thing I'll post it on locals tomorrow because I don't want to spend a bunch of time looking for it. But, but, but they showed a guy. He was showing how quick you can get a loan, and he literally got a four thousand dollar loan in eight seconds, with the social credit bullshit that they do in China, right? But then they started breaking down what this thing looks at, and it looks at it, it looks at the things you would think, you know past history your how much credit you've had you know have you paid your bills all that kind of shit right but then it goes into other things like how fast you filled out the application because if you hesitate filling out the application it shows that you're not as as reliable yeah you're not on board yeah as somebody somebody that that does it fast so i mean it broke down all these weird little idiosyncrasy things and it just showed it showed that people that were on whatever they they use something different that's basically their facebook and it's anybody that had ever had any dissent they had lower scores and um and, and it was just frightening watching it and watching how everything they do is done with an app everything you're monitored everything well, it was monitored like you walk in the streets and they have like the the scooters and the bikes in the streets that you could just grab a bike and ride a bike to wherever you want to go, right? But you have to scan it with your phone. You go boop and it and it takes a payment or whatever from your from your thing. And they have kiosks everywhere to get money and send money and you know all this stuff all over the place. And I watched it and was just like, holy fuck, <clears throat> this is a terrifying time we're getting into. So then they moved back to the United States, and this is where it really, where the rubber really hits the road, figuratively and literally. So, like you just mentioned, we had those trucker strikes. Yeah. So somebody hired a company to build trucks that drive themselves, and there are actual there is an actual company that is using driverless trucks to move groceries between Arizona and California. I don't remember which way it goes, 
but they're using driverless trucks. So you don't even need a driver anymore. So basically the, the, the one piece that those drivers had, which was their ability to shut down the economy, taken away. Completely taken away. That's fucking really scary, dude. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is fucked up. I agree. You know, so, so yeah, AI is coming, and it is coming for you. <laughs> and it's coming fast. It's coming way fast. So be ready. Be ready. Don't think that your tech job is going to get you anywhere. Tech jobs are going to go away fast. At least I think they will. Well, I think so as well. I mean, what what purpose do you serve if if you, the AI could just shit out whatever it is in a matter of seconds? Mm-hmm. Or if they don't have to pay you to drive drive stuff around, right? They were showing that in um in Japan or China or wherever they were showing. Um, so if you order a pizza, the AI can cook the pizza, and then the AI puts it in your um in a one of those little dog-looking things, it puts it in it, and it keeps it warm, and the thing will go to your address. It'll just walk or run to your address. Well, that's what uh, Amazon was trying to attempting to do with the drones. Yeah. They would just deliver your shit to your door. Carrying a drone. With a drone. Yeah. And they will eventually get to that point. It's just not quite there yet. Do you think it... I mean, you don't think that Amazon bought 3 million trucks so that... um. So they could hire three million people to drive, do you? No. They're gonna they're gonna retrofit those those trucks to drive themselves. There's they were saying that that was another thing. They were saying that there's a a city in China being built right now that is uh, the size of Chicago that they are retrofitting with all the sensors and stuff to try and have a fully automated, fully AI'd city just to see how it goes and start start learning the problems with it. But it's as big as Chicago. They're going to build it as big as they possibly can and then figure out all the problems. Once they figure out the problems, we're all fucked as people. <laughs> and then the grid got smart. And then the grid got smart. Exactly right. 1984. Yep. So that's where we're at. I hear you. All right, well, let's play a few songs. Uh, I got a request here for one of your favorite bands. All right. Sepultura. Like them. This uh, goes out to uh, Scott Roop, who uh, requested uh, something from, what is this, from the uh, Roots release. Okay. Uh, I hope I say this correct. This is called Ratamata. Okay. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Do, 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 do. I think so. Do, 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 All, right. Do, do. All right. So for Scott Roop, this is Radamata. It's a Sepultura exclusively here. On your classic metal show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> 